is Fantasy Football Today from CBS Sports. Here we go. Email us at fantasyfootball at cbsi.com. Here we go. Let's hit the waiver wire. Let's go. Now here's some combination of Adam, Dave, Jamie, and Hey, welcome to Fantasy Football Today. What's up, everybody? Yeah, Dave Richard is. I can see him through Skype. He's fired up. Hey, could you believe it's week 10 already, Dave? That's the that's the bad part. Although, if, if you're trudging through a miserable fantasy season, A, you're probably happy it's week 10, and B, you're probably not listening right now because your season's over if you're 2 and 8. Oh, uh, boo. No, I think people are still listening. We Even if they're 2 and 8. Entertaining. Yes. If I'm 2 and 8, I'm, I'm moving on to um, Needlepoint. We've had some very good food Accounting. discussions that people are into lately. I tried a Monte Cristo sandwich yesterday because someone said it should have gone first in the in the sandwich draft, and it was and? it's great. Is that is that French toast that it's on? Yeah, basically, Terrific. they basically make a sandwich and then they uh, French toasty fry it. Adam, yeah. yes, sir. I, I just wanted to apologize and thank you for uh, only suspending me for one show. <laughs> and I think it's very uh, very nice that. Uh, you gave Jamie the same treatment. I'm glad Jamie, it's equal treatment. Jamie will be – no, Jamie's only suspended for a few minutes. He'll be back. What? He'll be on the show. I'm sorry. He didn't punch me what? in the helmet like you. Uh, Jamie will be on very shortly. On by this week, we have Jamie. We have Baltimore, Kansas City, Oakland, and Philadelphia. We'll talk about uh, if how many guys – well, just one guy, if he should be stashed through the bye. And we've got – I'll just start with the news now before we get into the waiver wire priorities. Jalen Ramsey will not be suspended. As he faces the Chargers this week. Um, AJ Green will not be suspended at Tennessee, but Mike Evans is suspended, possibly because he didn't get ejected against the Saints. Mike Evans out, so that really hurts Ryan Fitzpatrick, who was a decent streaming option against the Jets, but no Evans. Uh, Jameis Winston's going to miss at least two weeks with a shoulder injury. That would be the Jets and then the Dolphins. You think it's going to be just two weeks? At least two weeks. You think it's going to be just at least two weeks? I don't know. What, what do I know? And then Atlanta and Green Bay are after that. So, uh, are you excited about picking up Ryan Fitzpatrick for the next month, Dave? No, not really. I'm always excited about Fitz. Like, do you realize how great this revenge game is? Yeah. It's Fitz Magic Revenge against McCown Revenge. Oh, I get it. With a side dish of Austin Safarian Jenkins Revenge. (laughs) This is going to be, like, go ahead and call it right now, Adam. This game's the bonanza. No chance. <laughs> Guaranteed. Two, t- two bad How defenses. many interceptions? No, there's going to be so many fantasy points. If you don't call this game the bonanza, then you're just trying to lose. I, I liked th- Ryan Fitzpatrick a lot better with yeah, Mike Evans. Exactly. I, I'm not, and now I with Evans is off, I, I don't know if I like this offense much at all. And the Jets have been playing good. Well, not against quarterbacks, though. Not really, you know? Tyron no. Taylor just had dropped 30 on them. Um, but no, Do I they can't get, get Mo Claiborne back though. I can't get excited about and Fitzpatrick if, without Evans. I, yeah, I can't. Deshaun Jackson, Cameron Brait, Luke Stocker. This oh wow, we forgot about game. Luke Stocker. All right, you know it's it's a shame that this game isn't in New York because it's in the 30s today. And if it were, I could say revenge is a dish best served cold. You know, because the weather would be cold. So George Dirk, Dirk Kittle, Cutter's career is pretty cold right now. You could you could use that. George Kittle out this week with an ankle injury, so he won't score a touchdown against the Giants. Des Bryant day to day with knee and ankle injuries. Are you thinking Des will play this week? Yes, I am. Um, but I am also kind of wondering if it's time to stop expecting Des to be. I'm telling you, I've been telling you, he's. You know what, Heath? You know what you should say about him because you say this about guys like this. He's a okay. tight end. 
Uh, yeah, he, he is performing a lot like a tight end. Um, not great. Yeah. He needs touchdowns. He gets them. Though. Where are your touchdowns, Desi? He's, but he still Score. scores so Just many go touchdowns. To the end zone. He still scores so many touchdowns. He had a good game. He had six catches for 73 yards on 11 targets against the Chiefs. Right. And he left with an injury. Um, that's the second most yards this season for Des Bryant, by the way. Right. Yeah. Which, I mean, in fairness, we just talked about Mike Evans getting suspended. Mike Evans doesn't have a 100-yard game since, like, I don't know, no. mid-last year? Reagan era. Yeah. Got, got a couple of 90-yarders this year. Des has a 98-yarder against the Rams. All right, uh, moving on. Do you think Ezekiel Elliott's going to play this week? As of now. <laughs> All right, better question. Don't drop Alfred Morris, right? Of that, course. That was not a question. Okay. Well, I put right and then a question mark at the end, so. <laughs> Uh, let's do some waiver wire priorities here. Top three at each position. Heath, you want to kick it off with the quarterbacks? I would love to kick it off with the quarterbacks. It is a great week to go get yourself a quarterback, not just for this week, but for the rest of the season. And that man's name is Eli Manning. Whoa. I, Whoa. I am excited about adding Eli Manning. He goes to play the San Francisco 49ers this week. Then he gets the Chiefs. Then he gets Washington, which whatever. Then he gets the Raiders. Then he gets the Cowboys. Eli Manning can carry you through the rest of the regular season. Oh, that is bold. I don't know if Eli Manning has ever had a 20 fantasy point game without Odell Beckham. It's possible. You'd have to look at the beginning of Beckham's going through career. The, like the first four games. Or in the did. last two probably years. Did. Because Eli Manning had a lot of 20 fantasy point games before Odell Beckham even existed. Yeah, in in the first, Beckham missed like the first four games of his rookie season. I think I'm guessing Manning did in that stretch. I mean, how did he have? What did he have last week? 18, 16. 19? Now he should have had a huge game. He missed on two big touchdowns. They're also yeah. talking about perhaps giving Davis Webb some. I don't think that's going to happen. Some reps, but to their backup quarterback. Uh, it's interesting. I mean, yeah, you're right about the schedule. No, no quarterback has scored less than 16 fantasy points against the Niners. So that could be a floor. Not a good floor, but it's a floor. Uh, but Eli Manning is going to carry you through the next five weeks. That is one bold prediction, Heath. That is just one, and there's many more coming. Now, he is first on my priority list. Second would be Josh McCown, and I, I like McCown a lot this week. The problem for Josh McCown is he has a bye next week, and he has Carolina the week after that. So he's really just a one week fix. But he should be very good against the Tampa Bay defense that, quite frankly, has just quit on their coach, their team, their uniforms. But we've, we've seen it before where it looks like teams have quit in the very next week they come out on fire. But I don't care. See, right. to me, to me, McCown is the number one guy to get. I'll take him ahead of Eli Manning. But I do acknowledge that if you go and get McCown, you're still streaming and you're going to be in the same uh, dilemma with quarterbacks as you you are right now for the next two weeks because you're not going to feel great starting against Carolina in week number 12. 12, right. Well, so Heath, you like Manning better than McCown this week too? Or just... I like Manning better than McCown this week. All right. So Manning, McCown, and then who's three? Uh, and then um, who do you have on your bench? Like you sure you don't want to start the guy you've already got? <laughs> <laughs> I do not like the rest of these guys. I, I guess if I had to pick one – I don't really want to, but I might. Just don't pick anybody. Yeah, I, I don't want any of the rest of these guys. Well, Cutler is interesting, I think. 30 fantasy points. and um, Yeah, but he's got that tough he matchup. He does have Carolina. Carolina. But, but I, you know, 
one of the things I liked about Cutler this week was they traded Ajayi, and I knew they weren't going to run the ball as as well or as often. And he threw 42 passes. He had his, clearly his best game. But it is much tougher. It's at Carolina. Oakland has such a bad pass defense. Yeah, I'm not going to get too excited about Cutler against the bad Raiders defense coming off of a bye at home with, what, 10 of those points coming in garbage time? Would you feel better about Cutler if you also got McCown? And then you can use McCown this week against Tampa Bay, and then you can use Jay Cutler next week against Tampa Ooh, Bay. Ooh, I like Just it. play everybody against Tampa Bay. It's the Tampa Bay stream. And then New England the next week uh, for, New- for Cutler. Yep. All right, so McCown and Eli, so the New Yorkers, how about us? How about us New Yorkers up here? The two best, and Dave, you like McCown better than Eli. Is Eli number two for you? What's that? Is Eli number two for you this week of the streamers? I suppose he'd be he'd be close to there. Okay, he, he's definitely in the mix. It's just McCown's number one. Um, Tyrod is no longer no. And no. Goffy is Goff considered a streamer now, no. or is he too highly? He's like eighty eight percent owned. Forget it. He's he's not in the mix either. So yeah, Eli would be number two. Oh, Rivers Dalton. Dalton seventy five percent owned. Drop him. No, yeah, he's I, got the Titans. I, that's great. Drop him. What? No, he's good in these good matchups. What do you mean drop him? He's got a, he he's got AJ good Green. against these good matchups and I do think that AJ Green may just have a um monster week. Monster double birds to the whole world game. He's going to need somebody to throw him the football. He, I don't I mean, look, it's Dalton the same quarterback he's had his entire career. Dalton struggled that at, at, at Pitts- How many monster games does he have? Dalton struggled at Pittsburgh in Week 7 at Jacksonville in Week 9 without A.J. Green. Are we surprised by that? No. He scored 22 fantasy points against the Colts in Week 8. I I mean, we just talked about how bad the streaming options are. How is Jay Cutler not – or how is uh, Andy Dalton not even a consideration? Because he stinks. I don't was know, man. Gurgling? That was, there was no gurgle. I didn't hear a gurgle. That I, was Heath, right? <laughs> okay, I it wasn't me. I gurgle plenty, but that one was – Definitely a gurgle. Quite- all right, uh, let's go on to running backs. I was going to have Jamie do the running backs this week. Well, he's walking in. Oh, okay. Very, very slowly. I can, give you, I can give you the sneak preview. Yeah. Give me a J. Give me an A. Can I spell his whole name before he gets the headset on? No, he's already in the room. Give me an M. Give me an E. Give me a cheerleader. Give me a Y. This is not, this is There's Jamie. All right. Hey, uh, Dave, Heath, did you guys have a good weekend? Eh, it was all right. You know, it wasn't bad. I won in a bunch of my leagues. That was good. Yeah, nice. Helps. Nice. Helps have a good weekend. All right, so Get anyway. Adam Azer for a little bit. We're getting into running backs now. All right. And um, this is a, there's an interesting group because, Jamie, if you read the column, Jamie has the owned in more than 65% of leagues group, which includes Forte and Darkwa, James White, who's 76% owned, Tariq Cohen, um, Darren McFadden is somebody you could look at. Uh, not, not a great option. Duke Johnson, Javoris Allen, who's on a bye this week. So that's the your widely owned group. Jamie on headset yet? You there? Yep. Hi. Hi. Who are your waiver wire priorities at running back this week? Uh, Thomas Rawls will be one, uh, just with the thought that he's going to start. Not great. There's not really a great group this week, but he should have a good opportunity on a short week against Arizona. He actually ran well last week, so if you want to buy into maybe Dwayne Brown being there, um, nine carries for 39 yards. And then Damian Williams. It's just criminal that he's only owned at 50%. Um, you know, shared the same amount of work essentially with Kenyon Drake. Uh, both had six catches, but, um, I don't know if you want to start Williams this week, but he certainly should be owned. Williams is at Carolina. We know how good they are against running backs. They did allow their first receiving touchdown to a running back last week. 
That was uh, against Atlanta. It was Tevin Coleman's only catch. So Rawls, Damian Williams, and then, you know, we can talk about the other guys like Riddick and Burkhead later, but if there was a, a player who was, you know, maybe in shallower leagues, a Forte or a Darkwa or a James White, who would you go with there? Forte for sure. I mean, yeah. just a great matchup this week against Tampa Bay, and, you know, he's coming off a strong game with two touchdowns, has extra time to prepare, so old legs, you know, should be fresh. Um, it's just uh, – it's a good spot for him, certainly for a one-week situation, and then hopefully they, they continue to do what they're doing, which is give both guys work or all three guys work. But um, he's been he's been very good. And Darkwa's got a great matchup, too. You're going to see him against San Francisco. It looks like he's the lead guy in the backfield for the Giants. He could end up scoring and having a really good game, number yeah. two running back this week. Yeah, I agreed too quickly. I, I would take Darkwa over Forte, but I, I like both of them more than anybody else on the list. And those guys are going to be available in leagues. I mean, Forte is 69% owned, Dark was 72% owned, and, and just to clarify, I think you just said it, Heath, but we like them better than Rawls and Damian Williams. Yep. Yes. All right. Um, Williams, yeah, I got another running back. Uh, sorry, just let me, uh, Williams or Rawls in PPR? Uh, Rawls for this week. Yeah. Okay. All right, Dave, who would you like to discuss? I'd like to speculate on two if I can have the floor. One is Rex Burkhead, who you mentioned, and the other one is Devontae Booker, who I think could take over for C.J. Anderson at some point before the season ends. Love the idea of stashing both Rex, particularly in a PPR league. Okay. All right, then. Uh, wide receiver is Dave Richards today. Dave, wide receiver. I'm a wide receiver today? <laughs> yes. Yay! Is that what you said? Yes, sir. That you are. Okay. I think Robert Woods has another great matchup this week for the Rams. Continues to get a lot of targets and catches. 25% owned. Definitely room for him to have another good week if you miss out on him last week. Kind of fluky how he had his numbers, but you'll take it. Marquise Goodwin looks like he's the number one receiver for San Francisco. Great matchup against the Giants with or without Janoris Jenkins. The way that he plays, he's a deep ball receiver. The question is, who's going to get him the deep ball? Is it going to be Beathard? It's a bit of a risk, but I like his upside. Two Titans receivers, and Titans in general. I think if, if you can't pick him up off the waiver wire, I think you could trade for him. They've got a pretty nice schedule the rest of the way. Corey Davis, 58% owned. Richard Matthew, 61% owned. I think they could be definitely uh, helpful for fantasy owners moving forward. And then last but not least, this is for deeper leagues, Deontay Thompson of Buffalo. Yes, they acquired Kelvin Benjamin. Yes, Zay Jones got hurt. Yes, Zay Jones scored a touchdown last week. And yes, he still has a terrible catch rate. Deontay Thompson's been good for them two of their last three games. And I can't help but wonder if he's going to end up starting as that number three receiver and an outside receiver uh, when they go to a three-receiver formation. So you got Robert Woods. You got Marquise Goodwin. You have the Tennessee wide receivers. Deeper leagues, you have Deontay Thompson. First question, what if Robbie Anderson's available? I'd go. I'd get Robbie first. Yep. Okay, second question, why – Woods, number one in that group, ahead of Goodwin. Uh, well, I understand ahead of Goodwin. Why ahead of Rashard Matthews, who was, what, like the number 12 wide receiver in fantasy last year in standard and had, had a, you know, led the team in targets last week, scored a touchdown. Why Woods ahead of him? It's just more for this week. I like Woods' bet matchup better this week. Okay. Yeah, the Titans have Cincinnati this week. The Rams have Houston this week. Um all right, great. So there's some names for you. Later on, we'll tell you. Josh Gordon, we'll tell you about when to pick him up. Danny Amendola. Ever. All right. Danny Amendola. Maybe the Cowboys guys. Obviously, if Des Bryant doesn't play, then it opens up a lot of uh, opportunity for Williams and for Beasley. They're at Atlanta. And Muhammad Sanu might be available. He's 81% owned. That'll be shallower leagues. Let's go to tight ends and back to Heath Cummings. Heath, give me your top three waiver wire tight ends. 
Well, I've got two again. We've got a couple of guys that are expected to be coming back from extended absences. Charles Clay, we all remember how great he was early in the season. And he has very nice matchup this week against the Saints. Just 28% owned. If he plays, he's going to be in my top 10 tight ends. And that'll probably be true each and every week. Okay. And then the smart hat is coming back. CJ Fedorowicz, <laughs> 4% owned. He's more of a deeper league option. You'd like, he's not going to get all of the targets at tight end. Steven Anderson will get a few. They, they like to mix it up just a little bit, but I think Fedorowicz could still be a borderline top 12 guy rest of season. He was somebody I really liked coming into the year. And then it kind of depends on what you need. The Dolphins are not very good at covering tight ends. Ed Dixon did nothing last week without Kelvin Benjamin, but I'm not ready to give up on Ed Dixon just because of that. Um, if you need somebody this week, he would be my third choice. If you need somebody rest of season, Greg Olson, not going to play this week, has a bye next week, and then all indications are he should be back for the Jets and the Saints. Mm, yeah, a lot of these tight ends have good matchups going forward, and I just want to say one thing about what Heath said to back him up, because you might see, you know, Heath said that Clay is a good matchup, and then you might say, well, the Saints, they, they only, they allow the six fewest fantasy points to tight ends, but really, they haven't faced good ones since weeks one and two. Weeks one and two, they gave up a touchdown to Kyle Rudolph, a huge game, and a touchdown to Gronkowski. So, yeah, I, I don't know that they're really the sixth best against tight ends. Um, they, then he's got a pretty tough matchup at the Chargers, but after that, it's great. And, you know, Jamie, I think a lot of owners might find one of the following players on their waiver wire, if not more. Hunter Henry, Vernon Davis, Tyler Croft, and Jared Cook. Hunter Henry, Vernon Davis, Tyler Croft, and Jared Cook. These guys are owned in, in 70 to 80% of leagues, but, but one of them might be available. And Henry, Croft, and Cook have really strong match, really good matchups, um, going forward. Uh, especially Henry and Cook. I mean, Cook, oh my goodness. A- after his bye. He's got bye, but New England, Denver, the Giants, the Chiefs, the Cowboys, and the Eagles in week 17, like, incredible matchups. Anyway, um, you think, you think, uh, those shallower guys are gonna be in play for a lot of owners this week? Maybe Hunter Henry? Sure. I Croft. mean, look, he was cut in several leagues. So we talked about that, I think, last week. Right. So. If they're still out there, you want to look to see if you can grab them. Who do you like better this week, Hunter Henry at Jacksonville or Tyler Croft? Uh, let's see. They've got Tennessee this week. Yeah, at Tennessee. Henry, short-term and long-term. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, hopefully <laughs> hopefully you can get – I think the only way that would change in. is if there's somehow a suspension levied on A.J. Green, which it doesn't seem that it's going to be good. You guys buying Jared Cook? Cause we didn't really get to talk about it on the Sunday show. He's obviously a Sunday night superstar with 126 yards. You Actually, I heard him? he's talk about it a lot. Oh yeah, on, on the Sunday, Sunday night, show, yeah. his mm-hmm. mic was muted. Yeah. yeah, sorry about that. My bad. We were just talking about how uh, unfair it was <laughs> that I got suspended for a full show and you were only suspended for the first 10 minutes. <laughs> I'm AJ Green. <laughs> um, okay, I'm sorry. Are you buying Jared Cook? I'll tell you what I like best about his last three games. Averaging roughly 15 yards per catch, has a couple of long grabs in there. He's always he's always had a lot of targets. There was one week where we kind of bought into him. It was against the Chargers. He had three targets, two catches in that game. Those are both season lows for him. Usually he's right around five, six targets. Last week he had nine, and he's catching a pretty decent amount of them. In his last three games, he's only missed on three targets. So he's getting work, he's getting volume, and he's making some big plays downfield. I think you have to buy in. 
I'm not buying into the level of he's performed like a top five tight end the last three weeks. I think he's a top five tight end. But at this position, yeah, he's a starter. Okay. Uh, who's got DSTs this week? Jamie? Or, sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. Jamie, you got DSTs. Who are some of the good ones? Uh, let me get there. Hold on. Um, Bears, Pats. The Bears are 14% owned. They get Brett Hundley, who stinks. Um, the Patriots, they get somebody playing quarterback for Denver. They stink. Coming off a of bye week. They it's, should be Os- it's Osweiler. The, the Giants, they get San Francisco. Their quarterback stinks. Um, and the Titans, they are 45% owned. They get the Bengals, who stink. Cincinnati has allowed double-digit fantasy points to opposing DSTs in four straight weeks. So they're stuck. The Jets too. The names were the Bears, the Pats, the Giants, and the Titans. I say this though, like yes, Green Bay. It's kind of like the facing the Bears. Green Bay, they're not good offensively, but they haven't given up fantasy points to defenses the last two weeks because Hundley doesn't throw interceptions. Hasn't. Well, thrown. that's kind of his track record, though. Yeah. Okay. He hasn't the last two weeks. Um. Okay. So the and the Bears are very good at home, and uh, they put up fantasy points at home. So, okay, Bears are number one there. Steelers are 75% owned. They've got the Colts. Uh, they didn't make the cut because they had, you know, they're too owned. But 75% owned Steelers, would you take them over the Bears? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. And the Lions are also 75% owned. Take them over the Bears. Too. Yeah. Uh, not over the Bears, mm-hmm. but but the Lions are worth picking up. I would take the Lions over the Bears even. Okay. The Lions, sure. Maybe uh, I would they've take got Cleveland. Yeah. They're both in good spots. Yep. Lions, Steelers in shallower leagues, Bears, Patriots in deeper leagues. By the way, um, Broncos are winning this week. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a huge call. I said it. I can't, he can't, Tom Brady can't win there. He does not win there, folks. Or maybe he doesn't you put up big fantasy folks. numbers there. But <laughs> yes, you know I'm serious when I say folks. Okay, uh, IDP, Dave Richard. A couple of defensive linemen that I think could be good. That are low owned. Muhammad Wilkerson has been playing well. Jarrell Casey in Tennessee. Those are two guys you can look at adding. Linebackers. Denzel Perryman on his way back for the Chargers. He should fit right in the starting lineup. Start racking up a ton of tackles. Joe Schobert. See if he's still on the waiver wire in your league. He's on the Browns. He didn't do anything last week. He'll come back. That's a defense that's going to see a lot of offense. Their offense is going to turn the ball over. So it's good to have somebody getting tackles in the middle. And that's Joe Schobert. Anthony Barr for Minnesota. Also is interesting. Defensive backs, Kirk Coleman, still out there in a ton of leagues. Same thing with D'Angelo Hall. A couple of veterans, three veterans actually. Coleman, D'Angelo Hall, Tremaine Johnson. All three of them, I think, have potential to help your IDP team. I got an email of the day. Fantasy football at CBSI.com. Fantasy football at CBSI.com. I can't find the email of the day right now, but oh, I remember what it good. said. It said, oh, here it is. It's from Justin. Dear Cousins, Hoyer, Stanton, and Cook. Michigan State? Yeah. Okay. Is, Har- sure. is Harrison Butker worth carrying through his bye? Um, Probably not. I think he's good enough to where, like... Wait, hold on. We now go to a kicker expert. He's kicker coming. expert. I love kickers. And Chiefs <laughs> There's nothing I love more. The one thing that I love more than kicker leagues is carrying two at a right, time. Right, yeah. Uh, you should pretty much never carry a kicker, but if you were going to, he is of the ilk that would make you consider it. Would is Jake he, Elliott is he, is he also the tomato be? of kickers? 
He is, he has this, to this point, been the tomato of kickers. I would say Jake Elliott has been the tomato of kickers and he's on by this week. That's, so if you're keeping Harrison Butker, then you're definitely keeping Jake Elliott. Yeah, good call. Good call. I think I would, yeah. And Justin Tucker's on by this week. Wow. Oh my goodness. Can't drop kickers. Kicker by madness. (laughs) Yeah. Kicker by NATO. We've been talking about kicker by NATO since the preseason. Week 10. It's finally here. We said it. All right, drop you know them. what? Maybe maybe you do hang on to these guys. If you're going to drop them, do it on Saturday night. But, you know, here's another thing you should do is when you put in your claim, if you have a league where you can't make ad drops on Sunday, I don't know how many leagues are like that, but fab leagues could be like that. Um, I always put in like three $0 bids for kickers, dropping the same kicker every time, just to make sure, you know, there aren't other owners adding a kicker and I don't get left out. So does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah. Not don't drop three separate people. Drop the same kicker for three different kickers to make sure at least one of them goes through. Hey, maybe even do like five or six. Maybe do twelve just to make sure that you know, just in case everybody in the league is picking up a kicker this that night. I'm not doing advice. twelve, Adam. And uh, <laughs> I think no one has more experience with trying not to get left out than you, Adam. And this is this is how you do it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you just ask a lot, and eventually things work out for you. All right, very cool feature I want to tell you about on the draft app. So I got a text uh, notification on my phone on Sunday morning. Leonard Fournette is out. Swap uh, a player in your draft contest. And that was cool because I had Leonard Fournette in the league. My internet wasn't working really, so I didn't swap him out. But that's not the draft app's fault. The draft app would have let me make a change to my lineup and get Leonard Fournette out of my lineup as he was declared inactive. So that's really cool and a very helpful feature. I did five drafts this weekend with listeners, and I went three and two, which makes me the smartest man alive. No, it makes me uh, very thankful to have all these listeners challenging me. And I I don't know, I'm getting probably 20 to 30 challenges a week, so I'm going to ignore a lot of them, but keep on trying because I will accept some of them as well. Probably play about five a week. We'll play for a dollar. Me against you. But what you gotta do is you gotta download the draft app. And you gotta find me, by the way. I'm, I'm Big Kane 2 on draft. By the way, go Canes. Uh, you're doing real live snake drafts. This is one on one with me, but you should do bigger leagues, cause they're a lot more fun. You should do five person leagues. You should do ten person leagues. You should do, you know, bigger drafts. They don't take long. 30 seconds on the clock. You put players in your queue. It's really easy. No trades, no waiver wire. Draft, like I said, takes care of the last-minute injuries for you. Download the Draft app, and our promo code is FFtoday. You get a free entry into a draft when you make your first deposit. Again, download the Draft app or go to PlayDraft.com, and our promo code is FFtoday. The promo code FFtoday. I'll see you on Draft. News and notes. Well, we got the Warriometer coming up later. We got more waiver wire names for you. We'll recap Sunday night and Monday night football. Brock Osweiler's going to start this week. Tyler Lockett has a shoulder injury. Uh, boy, Seattle wide receivers can be very frustrating. So I don't, you don't have to own Tyler Lockett, right? They got the Thursday night game at Arizona. You don't have to. All right. Good. Thank you. You're good. Appreciate that. If you wanted to. Freedom. I don't. San Francisco wide receiver Trent Taylor has a broken rib. San Francisco, Dave, San Francisco, according to uh, Jake Glazer, inquired about uh, Tom Brady at the trade deadline, huh? Yeah, that's something. How that conversation what do you, what do you think go? they offer? <laughs> What do you offer for a Tom Brady? You start with Bethard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Staley. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Kyle Shanahan, See, maybe? It, it's like the, the guy in your league that comes to you and says, I want to trade for Le'Veon Bell. And you go, well, I'm not really going to trade you Le'Veon Bell, but sure, I'll listen to anything. What have you got? You gave a first 
this year, first next year, and Reuben Foster. You take that if you're the Patriots? In the middle of the season? I don't think I don't think I can do it in the middle. It's of the a pretty season. good trade though, because like it's a good, you're going to get your franchise. Season, I think it gets talked about. You're going to get your franchise quarterback this year, like if you right, if you draft the, the right guy. I mean, it would make no sense for San Francisco to do that, but no, definitely not. That's it's fun. Um, yeah, so thanks for trying, and we'll just go ahead and keep Tom Brady. Do you expect <laughs> the following players this week? Eddie Lacy. Nope. Uh, not C- expect CJ Prozice. They say he's going to play. Okay. They, they said that on Monday or Tuesday of last week as well. Are you calling the Seahawks liars? I would not call them liars. Do you think they lie about Spreaders anything Spreaders of disinformation? <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, do you expect DeMarco Murray? As of now, yes. Chris Hogan? As of now, no. Really? Okay. Uh, so that makes Amendola a lot more interesting. Although it is Denver. Uh, Julio Jones? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Charles Clay, yes. And, uh, Jordan Reed against Minnesota. No. No? Okay. No. Alright, Monday Night Football. Detroit 30, Green Bay 17. Said so this was domination. Uh, Detroit had the ball for 36 minutes and 55 seconds. I, you know, I'm sorry, Jamie. I, I talk about Aaron Jones. Uh, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, look, that's um, I yeah, I don't know what to say. They uh, they got behind. They went away from the run. He wasn't good on the opening drive. Uh, missed on a on a blitz pickup. Got Brett Hundley sacked. They were chasing points. Ty Montgomery's better in that situation. Um, and looked to be healthy. So Aaron Jones is uh was was a disappointment. So bad call by me. Was anyone else disappointed just with? The Packers offense in general. They had a week to prepare. Like everyone that was hoping that the Packers offense would do something well, I think, was just I wasn't, anybody watched that game was this. I wasn't yes. surprised though. I really wasn't. I I gave the coaching staff way too much credit. I thought for sure that they'd get something going. Hunley didn't try a big boy throw until the second quarter, and it didn't go well. It he's not, good. He's not a big boy. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> I'd rather I'd rather see Aaron Rodgers left-handed. Yeah, Devontae Adams should have caught that deep ball, but still, I mean, yep. it's going to be a struggle. And do you feel confident starting any Packers going forward? I no. don't think you can. No, I don't think there's any positive that you can really take away. Even Devontae Adams in the PPR league, I don't know if that's good enough to to say that that's a a good option. He might be a number three in a PPR because I don't know how often he's going to get ten targets and seven catches. Well, now, Jamie, there, there, there's not as many of those as there were supposed to be. Okay. Because um, Dave had to do something with the Bean Boozles. I'm not sure. But I took I, a picture with a box of Bean Boozles. It was a box that was open. a box of Bean Boozles in a box on my desk. I might have misplaced them inside the box. And then just left them there. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I didn't put them on your desk. No, on the in the box. In the box, desk. right. So I have Bean Boozles just sitting out open. Surprise! There aren't bugs really in the box. Not in on your desk. Are you eating? Are you guys eating a bean boozle today? Because I got the bonanza right, didn't I? Uh, have you eaten yours from the week before? I don't, I really don't respect this angle. It's it's I. You never establish those rules. You, you never establish. All right, so those what's rules. happening? Jamie? I'm gonna eat a bean boozle for getting started the week wrong. Okay. All right. Please get it. one of the gross ones. I hear the white ones are the worst. And he landed on it's online. The no, that's not on the line. Are you kidding? It's right there on the red. You're in the red section. What's the What's red? The red section. You're either going to get chocolate pudding or canned dog food. So one <laughs> there is no, there is none of those. Dave already dumped all those. No, out. no, no. The, all these dark ones are it. Okay. So have one of the dark colors. <laughs> that's great. Go ahead. 
dog, dog food, food or chocolate? Dog food. Yeah, dog food. Dog He's food. got dog food, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, really, if you're going to have a brown one and one of them's chocolate, shouldn't the other one just taste like poop? Yes. I don't know if they can actually make candy taste that, like poop. Though. Why? Poop is bad. Let, well, me tell you, let me tell you about a. Let me tell you about a TV Unless you show. Listen, so bad. I'm gonna do it again. It wasn't so Chocolate bad. pudding or explosive diarrhea? Yes. Let me tell you about a TV show called Nathan for You. You ever seen that show? Fruity fruity or sticky socks? socks. No one's listening to your TV show. All right, so it's like yeah, that one. Come on, sticky socks. Have you gotten a whiff of these? Just take a smell. That was tutti fruity. Oh, uh, how was tutti fruity? Right, so was yeah, it good? dog food and tutti fruity. Yeah. Stop I don't think I find these as bad as they're supposed to be. <laughs> no. Okay. no. He's going to like snack Really on them. kind of a letdown. Anyway, yeah. real quick, uh, Nathan for you, very funny show on Comedy Central, the first one ever. Uh, this guy, he comes up with these wacky business ideas for local businesses, and this guy, he, he tried to help a local frozen yogurt shop, and he said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to create a poop flavor, and everybody's going to come and try it. And he did create a poop flavor, and everybody came and tried it, and they were like, this is disgusting. It tastes like poop. So you can do it. It is possible. Uh, alright, anyway. People paid to have poop. <laughs> yes, it was like a gimmick, and it worked. It's a very funny show. All right, it was. I don't. I haven't watched it in years. I don't even know if it's still on. So, um, who's droppable on the Packers? Cobb. but he always he was, was. their best receiver. <laughs> yeah, their best one, catch of the night. He had one big play. I mean, he just hasn't but been good. Also, I don't necessarily disagree. I think he was droppable last week. So yeah, I mean, we we had him on the list uh, going into the bye week. So right. Jordy, Jordy, Jordy Adams, Ty Montgomery, are they droppable? I would drop Montgomery now. No. Yeah. Uh, I, I still would wait to see if maybe they do make a quarterback change. I don't know if Callahan's better than Hunley, but I'd hold on to Jordy and Adams. If I have an open roster spot and I see Jordy and Adams available, I'll, I'll probably pick them up. And Cobb, we should, Cobb, I have no interest. We shouldn't, Adam, I don't think it's fair of you to bring up the short of the week. Aaron Jones without <laughs> mentioning that Jamal Williams scored a touchdown. Yeah, I know. Last, like last play of the game, Jamal Williams scored a one yard touchdown. Um, I, I just want to say like, let's give Hundley a little bit of credit. Like two weeks ago, he threw for 87 yards. This week he threw for 245 yards. He, he got better, you know? He's, he's awful. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I, I don't know how he's that bad. And like we thought coming into the year, he was one of the better backups, right? No, I didn't. I, I don't know. I, I really think didn't that the know. Packers had kind of conveyed that. Well, they, they I, mean, I think I every team's going to say that their backup is right. Well, standing. yes, but we know that a lot of them have played and failed before. I guess that was. And now reason. he's playing and failing. <laughs> he's terrible. Uh, it's good to see Matt Stafford. Matt Stafford's playing really well, guys. He finally gets the fantasy points to uh, to show for it. But who's the best Lions wide receiver rest of season? Jones or Tate? The only, the only reason why I would say Tate is because eventually Kenny Galladay will come back and that'll take numbers away from Marvin Jones. I am serious. <laughs> It'll be over for Marvin because Kenny Galladay will take Dave, over. Dave, awesome. are, are you being serious right now? I do like Tate better rest of season. Okay. But they're, they're, I, to me, they're neck and neck. I, okay. I agree with the neck and neck part. I, I would kidding. definitely take Tate and BPR. We talked about how Marvin Jones schedule gets pretty tough. Does it matter though? I mean, he's, yes. he, he, it does. Okay. So yeah. Cleveland this week, that's great. At Chicago, that's been tough for receivers. Minnesota, that's tough. At Baltimore, that's tough. And then it's better after that. But is he it's still really only better for one game? Is he still sell high or is he too good to sell Marvin Jones? I, I'm going to try and trade him this week in a league where I uh, have four receivers and Zeke. And so I'm going to see if I can get a running back in return just in case. Okay. So 
I mean, that's the type of player. I, that that's the type of scenario I think you want to try and sell him. I think he could be. A, I mean, look, he, he's no worse than a number three receiver rest of the way, even in tough matchups, because Stafford's playing well. They still have trouble running the ball. They're going to get Taylor Decker back. That'll certainly help things on the offensive line. Yes. So Jones is still a very good player. I just think Tate's in a better spot because of where he plays. His yards after catch. He's going to still get healthy after the shoulder injury, and that's still going to be the guy that gets the most targets for this team. Okay. Um, Oakland, Miami, we'll get to in just a second, but I thought some of the funnier Butterfinger feedback that we got from my, ugh, you know, ugh, eating that Butterfinger on Sunday nights. By, by the way, they're, uh, they're a potential sponsor, so you really Yeah, no, I, but a you know, real sponsor is Harry's Razors. And some of the funnier feedback was, why isn't Adam <laughs> using his Harry's Razors? Yes, I'm a Harry individual, but, um, I do use Harry's Razors <laughs> all the time, and you should as well. Go to harrys.com slash FFT. H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash FFT because you're getting a free trial offer. It, you know, how would you guys like it if I just came over to your house and I handed you 13 bucks? That's basically what Harry's is going to do for you. They're going to give you a $13 value for free. All you have to do is pay for shipping. And what you're going to get at harrys.com slash FFT is a weighted ergonomic razor handle, five precision engineered blades, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. It comes in a really nice presentation. You're going to be very impressed. And it's a really good shave. It's a close, clean, comfortable shave. You're going to love it. Harrys.com slash FFT. Like, even if the razor weren't better than the other razors, this deal is incredible. Razor blades are so stinking expensive. Harrys.com slash FFT. You're getting this for free. Try it now. You're going to really love this product. We get great feedback on it. So once again, harrys.com slash FFT. I want to get back into the waiver wire, guys, and the drop meter so please give me some quick thoughts on Sunday Night Football, Oakland 27, Miami 24. This Miami offense is going to flow through Jay Cutler like tobacco through a lung. <laughs> and uh, the running backs are going to catch plenty of passes. What? And... uh Smoking Jay Cutler. That I was, was thinking of something cutlery. That was clever. Okay. I don't know if that was clever or not. He kind of looked at me like I was crazy. No, I think it was a very clever. It, it was, was hilarious. I laughed. Uh, uh, but yeah, I think I think they're going to be very pass oriented moving forward. I I'd, I'd probably uh, float some Marshawn Lynch trade offers out there if I was a Marshawn Lynch owner to give him away because uh, he basically did what he's done almost every week. Round 14, 12, 15 carries. Right. 50, 60, 70 yards. This time he scored two touchdowns. Now, how do you feel about Kenyon Drake? Who would you rather have rest of the season, Drake or Lynch? I'll say Lynch, but they're close. I'll say Lynch, too. Kenyon Drake, Marshall Lynch. Drake. Yeah. Take Drake, Jake. I, I don't, I couldn't argue against Drake him. will be more involved in the passing game. He doesn't have the same breakdown potential. He should be have, should be coming in with fresh legs. Again, they're going to get Ted Larson back to shut up the offensive line. I'll take both Miami backs and PPR over Lynch. So yeah, and Lynch mm-hmm. had fresh legs in in this game on Sunday because he got sus- yep. he got kicked out of a game and then he had a bye. Uh, I forgot. To well, mention- no, no, I mean he did practice with high school kids. <laughs> he did right. I've got to mention uh, Amir Abdullah. Would you rather have these Dolphins running backs or Amir Abdullah who fumbled twice? Still Abdullah. Just when they were giving him the work, they give it to him inside the ten. The first fumble, I don't really want to say was entirely on him because he may have thought the play was stopped and he's in a pile and you know yes. lying on bodies and the ball gets ripped out. The second one is completely awful. Yeah, that was a bad one. Yeah, I take Abdullah over Lynch, Drake, and Williams, yes. Again, okay. hopefully Taylor Decker coming back will make that offensive line better and they can actually try and run the ball. Heath, you and I had a pretty pretty good argument about Devontae Parker versus Jarvis Landry, and you win this round, but it was close. And Parker had more yards, but Landry got the touchdown. Landry uh 
Might set his career high in touchdowns this year. Does he have four or five now? I think his career uh, high is five, and I believe he has four now. I'm actually a little worried four. about Landry after this game. How come? Because we saw 12 targets go to Drake and Williams, and that's not really something the Miami offense was doing very much. Landry only got seven targets in this game. The touchdown's great, but six for 32 is awful. I'll tell you what you can worry about with Jarvis Landry is that he's averaging 7.7 yards per catch this year. Which is why he either has to score a touchdown or he has to get double-digit targets. It's a great matchup for him. Against Carolina? Panthers have really struggled with slot receivers, so Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm okay with him still this week. And the fact, look, the knock on him coming into the year, scoring touchdowns, he's been very good at that for right. his track record. But the yardage hasn't been so. Uh, I think they're going to be in a situation where they have to throw because they can't run. And so maybe the running backs are involved, catch the ball in the backfield, but I think Landry will too. Okay. Uh, I guess real quick on the drop meter now, we, we covered a lot of the waiver wire in the beginning of the show, so we'll, we'll give you some more names, but let's do the drop meter I'm just going to read them off of Twitter here. Did not have time to put them in the notes this week, guys. I apologize, so just follow along. Zero to ten, drop meter on Will Fuller. Two. Eight. Seven. Yeah. You're getting rid of him, huh? Just a two, I, huh? Maybe eight, maybe seven's better, but like, you're not gonna know when to start. Richard Matthews and Will Fuller are sitting out there. Who you'd rather have right now? Matthews easy. Right. Corey Davis or Will Fuller are out there. Who you'd rather have right now? I'll Davis. take Corey. Right. Marquise Lee or Will Fuller. And I did Goodwin too. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where it's not, we, we got the one game sample size and it was ugly. Right. I don't think it's a slam dunk across the board. I, I would still have, I'd rather have Will Fuller over Goodwin because bad quarterback, bad quarterback. <laughs> um, they're, they're kind of the same spot. They're both deep threat guys. So. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton is really an interesting, um, player when you look at, when you look at Fuller, when you look at all the Packers guys. Like, it, you know, thinking about T.Y. Hilton's season, and if we had known right from the jump that Andrew Luck was out all year, is he a guy that really would have been worth owning? You know, I, it's, I don't know that there's a clear cut answer, cause he's had three monster games, and six terrible ones? The Five? only nice thing about him, and we talked about it, that other than the Titans game, he's been pretty predictable. Right, right. So, so is that what you expect from, from say Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams, for them to be predictable? No. No, they, they don't have as good a quarterback as T.Y. Hilton, and T.Y. Hilton doesn't have another good receiver to share targets with. Yeah. It's true. Uh, I don't think either of them are anywhere close to as good as Hilton rest of the season. So that, I mean, how are they not droppable then? It's a good point. I'm not saying they are. Like, I don't have the guts to do it. I don't think I do either. <laughs> I guess I want to see one more game and then we can revisit that. Uh, CJ Anderson, droppo meter. Five. Three. Uh, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm going to lean towards the three side on this one. Because you just you don't know if this is going to be a permanent thing or not. I think Devontae Booker's got a lot more juice in his legs at this point, and certainly he's more versatile. Uh, Willie Sneed. Ten. Yeah. 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 Eleven. Fourteen. Boy, why does Luis say drop Adam Azer for Tim Tebow? Oh, I don't mind that. <laughs> that would get more people. Yeah, I don't tuned know. into the podcast. I, I don't know if it'd be as fun. How, how do you Adam's think really Tebow would be as a host? It would help our ratings. It would. Well, that's help. what I'm saying. It would help. Like, I would. I would take that would for listen. the team. I would take one for the team. That would be good for you guys. Uh, Sammy Watkins, zero, zero. You're not dropping him after that amazing <laughs> one catch, <laughs> sixty whatever yards and touchdown. Uh, but it's a glimpse. It's a glimpse of what could be in the future yeah. for the Rams. And if they were in a game where they're chasing points, targets could have been there for him. Two. 
I now get to be chasing points this week against Texans. Uh, Nelson Aguilar. Uh, eight. No, three. Dave is not dropping anyone. I'm keeping everybody. <laughs> I'll split the difference. Five. Uh, no. Yeah, five. And yeah, here's I'm not our, keeping that guy on his bye week. Here's our tweet of the day from uh, from Joseph. This is actually this is actually like a hundred percent true. Uh, Adam, I agree with you about Jerry Maguire. If that's a football movie, so is Ace Ventura and The Last Boy Scout. Great point. Terrific How is The point. Last Boy Scout not a football movie? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Actually, okay, The Last Boy Scout probably is, but Ace Ventura, definitely not a football movie, has as much I don't football. think people consider that a football movie. But then they shouldn't consider Jerry Maguire a football movie. But it is a football movie. But it's not they a football movie. It's a pet movie. Yeah. Waiver Wire. All right. It's Look. so funny. Whenever you get something that, that, that agrees with you, you find it and you read it. Right. Oh, like, I, I read the ones that don't. Email I, I just read a guy who said drop me for Tim Tebow. No, 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 because that's funny in relation to you. If, I, if there I is someone that the... says Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, we get probably I, – I'll, I'll be fair, 50-50. You never read the ones that say Die Hard that's is Christmas. That's not true. That is 100% true. No, that's not true at all. I just – I Come read on. it and then I immediately dismiss it. Exactly. You don't read it. No, I read it, then I say you're like you read you're it dumb. to yourself, and then you go, "I'm not going to read this one; it doesn't agree with my point." Jamie's basically calling you a useless jerk. I don't know if you should take that. You know what? Why don't you go? Segment of Adam brings up something he's obviously wrong on. Go to go talk to Tim Tebow, see what he thinks about it. All right, here's here are your quarterbacks. <laughs> um, remember, we've already talked about a lot of these guys, but it was Josh McCown and Eli Manning as the two best with with Andy Dalton. Jamie, you didn't weigh in on Andy Dalton. We have a, a split decision here on Dalton this week against Tennessee. What do you think? I think he's a starting fantasy quarterback. And Jared Goff, if he's available, he's 84% owned. Do you guys think Jared Goff is going to be good rest of season? He's going to be good this week. I would play the matchups with Goff. I think Goff is a top five quarterback this week, and then he may not be top 20 again for the rest of the season. Yeah, I, I hate to say what I'm going to call him after what happened last night. Oh, boy. Oh. <laughs> Right. Think about it before you do it. <laughs> I'm, don't I'm, commit I, to anything. I, 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 I don't need to worry about it. It's already been done. I don't need to worry about what I'm what I'm thinking about, so it's <laughs> probably going to be golf. There, there may be somebody else that, that I consider. And I may do something funny to pick the start of the week, but uh, golf is, is the leader in the clubhouse right now. Okay, uh, so golf, McCown, Manning, Keen, like Jamie, you got the Vikings guys on here, Keenum and Bridgewater. What's your thoughts? Well, there? it's Keenum. I mean, look, he's, he's facing the Redskins defense that's allowed uh, just under 19 fantasy points a game to quarterbacks this year. And, uh, he's coming off a strong game. So, I don't think he's a must-start guy, but in two quarterback leagues, he's absolutely in, in the discussion. Okay. Cutler is on the list. Just not a good matchup this week, but Tampa Bay and then New England the next two weeks. Ryan Fitzpatrick would have been higher if, if not for Evans. Um, Heath though, you seem, you, are you, where are you ranking, excuse me, where are you ranking Fitzpatrick this week? Uh, I have Fitzpatrick ranked probably higher from from what it sounds like than everyone else. Um, I don't know that there's just any hope at all of Tampa Bay being able to run the ball. Apparently they, I don't, I don't know what they did with the Peyton, lines declining Peyton and, Barber and Doug Martin. Yeah. They, they didn't like how Martin was working with their line. So they, but I, I've got him as a top 15 quarterback. I would start him over Kirk cousins. Yes. And rivers. I currently have rivers and Mar and cousins ahead of Fitzpatrick. I originally had Fitzpatrick in the top ten, but that was before the news came yes. out about Mike Evans. It, de- I, it definitely hurts. I, I and again, it's you can't discount emotion. Ryan Fitzpatrick facing his old team. He lost his superpowers though. Shaved the beard. That's true. Good mm-hmm. point. I'm moving him down. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Jacoby Brissett. 
you know, he's yeah. He's, I pulled Brissett from the column. You can move on. Okay. Yeah, he was playing well, but Pittsburgh and then a bye. Yep. And Paxton Lynch, but he, he won't be starting. Uh, no, but he's not a bad stash candidate. Okay. Can't be any worse than what the two guys there have done so far in those deeper leagues. Here's a guy I just want to throw it out because you know it's the waiver wire show. Blake Bortles, Chargers have not allowed 20 fantasy points to a quarterback since week one, so maybe not this week, but after that. At Cleveland, at Arizona, who actually give up a lot of points, and then Indianapolis. I, I think Bortles is bad, but two weeks in a row with 18 fantasy points. Um, any interest there, guys, in a stash on Bortles? I, I thought about it, but the matchup this week and with the quarterbacks that you're going to have to either make a decision to carry, he's not worth carrying if you're not going to play him. So two quarterback leagues, if you need somebody, it's not horrible, but the matchup is just so bad. There's also a confidence issue with Bortles, as in are you ever going to feel confident starting him? I think he's in a better spot than the guy he's facing this week. So it's really the the Cousins yeah. owner this week. Rivers. Uh, the Rivers yep. owner this week need to be active mm-hmm. on waivers. Yep. The Wentz owner. The Wentz, yeah. Wentz. The Alex Smith owner. I don't know how many Rivers owners there are because he was on a bye last week. Oh, so many. People already had a quarterback to use in place of him. So if they want to get away from them, you can. I'm not ready to say that he's going to be bad this week, believe it or not. Uh, there's 89% of people who own him, so plenty of people own him. Thousands, gonna, he, of, he, thousands upon thousands. He's gonna be right, bad but they against, didn't start he's, him. He's going to be bad against Jacksonville. Okay, uh, that's uh, that's for Thursday's show or Friday. Yeah, Thursday's show. Running backs. Okay, recapping what we talked about: Matt Forte and Orleans Darkwa are good options this week. Uh, I guess um, uh, I just feel like the Giants are so bad. But Darkwa, do you think he scores? He's I think he has spot. a chance to. Yeah. 16 right, carries last much, week. He, he was good against the Chargers. He was good last week against the Rams, just didn't score. Yeah. He was great against Denver. I, I don't, he's playing the 49ers. I don't, I don't know what you want. They allow the most fantasy points to running backs, so it's a good matchup. It's Forte, Darkwa. James White is 76% owned. It's much more appealing in PPR. Denver allows the third fewest receiving yards per game to running backs. Does that matter to you with James White? A little bit. I think Bill Belichick's pretty good at attacking a defense where they're weak. If if Hogan is out as expected, you're going to see White and Burkhead play a lot. Jamie, how come Tariq Cohen is mentioned here? Uh, without Benny Cunningham, he's played well. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, Darren McFadden, 71% owned. Duke Johnson, 76% owned. Again, a PPR guy. And Javoris Allen, 77% owned. He's on a bye. And then Woodhead will be back. So actually, like, can you drop Javoris Allen or not after that game? Seven catches, 44 yards, and a touchdown. That's if Woodhead will be back. He's expected back, right, after the bye? I, I don't know if I'd go that far. He's yeah. eligible to come back yeah. after the bye. Okay, okay. Um, that, that backfield is going to get messier. Collins had his shot. He blew it. That was a good run defense. It was. I mean, yeah, I like it too, but like, I don't think that Danny Woodhead's going to take any of Alex Collins' work. I would no, say no, no, but next week against the Packers, I'm going to be starting Alex Collins. What I'm worried about is Javoris Allen takes some of Alex Collins' work, which is sick to me. But these the coaching staff seems to trust Allen more. All right, these other players here: Thomas Rawls, Damian Williams. We talked about them earlier. Now there's Theo Riddick, Jamie. You have Rex Burkhead, Dave. You like Devontae Booker. And mm-hmm. then Rod Smith and Chris Ivory, you know, we know this. Don't skip over there. Rob Kelly. So Jamie said remove Rob Kelly. Yeah. Where are you on Rob Kelly? That's hurtful. Uh, I was just really happy that he scored a couple touchdowns because I drafted him in several leagues where it's best ball and he just happens to stick in your lineup all year long. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's, yeah, I, I don't know. 
you can't start him this week against Minnesota. I think they would like to run the ball a little bit more successfully. Their matchups after Minnesota are not terrible. Yeah, uh, and hopefully they get their line healthy by then. Right. So Rob, so I, I don't think he's. A, I, I think he should be higher than fifty-seven percent. Okay. So Jamie, Jamie and Dave, you guys talked about Burkhead uh, earlier. Expectations. Five catches a game. Uh, Chance I mean, to potentially score. Seven targets in his last game when Hogan got hurt. He was uh, essentially playing wide receiver for them. Still got, I think, four catches or, or four carries or six carries in that yeah. game. So um, he'll be part of the rotation with Lewis, Gillisley, and White. And he could, you know, see some time just playing receiver in general. So not necessarily a great option in standard leagues, but PPR, he could be uh, a flex for you. Yeah. We, we got to talk about 10 to 12 touches with a better chance of a touchdown than like a Javorius Allen. We got to talk about the Lions. Because you, you wonder, like, Abdullah has been just bad this year. I think he's averaging like 3.2 yards per carry. He fumbled twice. Does Theo Riddick start to get more work? Does Dwayne Washington start to get more work? Washington get, did get more work in, in that game, but he had five carries for one yard uh, last night. What do you think there? What's your read on that if you see Riddick or Washington on your waiver wire? I think Riddick's role is pretty cemented in as a reliable passing downs player for the Lions. Uh, my my hunch is that they're going to give Abdullah another shot. Oh, Win- yes. Winning certainly helps that, yeah. right? And uh, and they might not make Zach Zenner inactive next week, and they might use him in in short yardage goal line. <sighs> Abdullah got the work down, you know, near the goal. He line. He did, but then he fumbled and yeah, he know, scored too. I, I kind of feel like they're back to square one. Okay, that's running back for you. We go to wide receiver, and we've discussed Robbie Anderson. Muhammad Sanu is eighty one percent owned. And has another good chance this week against Dallas, guys. Great matchup. Great, great matchup. He's number two receiver for me, standard and PPR. All right. So, Andrew, who do you like better, Anderson or Sanu this week? I love Anderson this week, but Sanu's in a, in a very good spot to, uh, you know, just, just be productive. Okay. Uh, yeah, Tampa Bay, that's Anderson's matchup. They allow the fourth most fantasy points to wide receivers. But this is another guy I, I think you might want to consider selling. I'm not sure how you guys feel about Anderson. Just last three games, he scored a touchdown, but in two of them, he had less than 50 yards. He barely he rarely gets more than six targets. Seems a little bit too good to be true. To me, what do you think about Anderson? Staying power or you know kind of fluky? I think staying I think power. he's yeah. kind of he's got staying power, but I don't know if he's going to be. I, I agree that he's a sell high candidate. But what like his you're not name? Getting, you're not getting anything great. His I, name no, really I wonder. That. But the, I'm going to float him out there with the idea of trying to get more than he's worth. But you're not going to get that though. Uh, there's idiots out. There. I think I'm gonna try I think and take he can have staying idiots. power as a low end number two. Right, but if I can trade him as a high end number two, because look how hot he is and look how Josh McCown's playing. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, I, yeah, try it. I'm gonna try and and trade up with him. So Corey Davis, Rashard Matthews, Marquise Lee, Dave. You did mention Marquise Lee at the top of the show, right? I don't know if I did. Nope. Oh, okay. This one. All right. We should spend some time on it. Forty three percent owned. He has been around 80 yards, or 72 to 83 yards, three straight games. He's got double-digit targets two games in a row. He's been good in PPR. He finally scored last week. This is Marquise Lee facing the Chargers this week, which isn't a great matchup. But um, I I think Jamie and Heath are probably more excited about Marquise Lee than Dave. Is that is that accurate? Heath, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know if I, I'm more excited. I, I've gone – Hot and cold on Marquise Lee like four times so far this season at the wrong time each time it seems like. So mm-hmm. I am not the uh, Marquise Lee whisperer. 
I do feel like this week in particular, they're going up against a Chargers team that nobody throws against because they don't have to. And Leonard Fournette just got a week off. I think he made another week off. Run three in a row. all over the Chargers. Hmm. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll buy in. I mean, look, Bortles has been playing very well. And, you know, we, we've mentioned this before. When they let him throw in non-obvious passing situations, he looks good. Why would you go away from that? So he, he, Lee may not have a big game, but he's been consistent basically all season, certainly the last three weeks. And so I don't expect him to find the end zone consistently because he hasn't done that, but seven or more points, I think that's the floor for him right now. All right, Marquise Lee. We got like, Ro- I, I, I certainly would rather start Robert Woods over him this week, but rest of season I'd much rather have Marquise Lee. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. So who wants to pick up Josh Gordon? Deeper league. I picked him up in a couple leagues last week, so yeah. On the backflip o meter, would you do backflips zero to ten if Danny Amendola were on your waiver wire? Zero. Three. I can't do a backflip or come anywhere close. No, four. What if Hogan's out? Like, is Amendola? It, well, I keep you know, it, it is Denver. I don't think Amendola's role really changes that much. No, but targets could. Certainly. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, it's Denver. Uh, Terrence Williams and Cole Beasley. Adam Humphreys. Adam Humphreys this week. What do you think against the Jets without Mike Evans? You've got to be desperate. And he might get you 10 fantasy points in the PPR. Yeah, yeah. He's Five not... for 50 type game. Yep. I don't, I don't think he's a, he's a terrible option. Um, but it's a boom bust type play. The deeper league guys, Deontay Thompson that Dave mentioned earlier, Curtis Samuel. We go to the tight ends. So, yeah, I'm hoping for your sake Hunter Henry is available or Vernon Davis is available or Tyler Croft. Um, Tyler Croft facing Tennessee. They haven't faced good tight ends much this year, so we don't really know what they're, what, you know, what they're all about. Um, and Jared Cook's on a bye, but could be worth stashing for sure. Charles Clay is, uh, number one for Jamie and, and Heath as well, right? Yes, for Charles sure. Clay and probably Dave as well, of all the guys owned in less than 65% of leagues. And then you got the smart hat, CJ Fedorowitz, uh, or Steven Anderson at the Rams. Unfortunately, okay, so George Kittle's out. Is there a Hail Mary play in San Francisco? Garrett Selleck. Garrett He'll score. Selleck. He'll score a touchdown. Going to score a touchdown. That's the, that's the bet you make if you start Garrett Selleck this week. Did Tyler Higby catch another pass after that? Nope. No. <laughs> That's so great. It's incredible. I love it. Sean McVay, great for fantasy. Uh, Ed no, Dixon. Giants, Giants defense, great for tight ends. Well, both work. Uh Yeah, Ed both Dixon's there. 59% on. He's got the Dolphins. And Trey Burton is on a bye. And maybe Ertz would miss another. Yeah, Trey Burton, you don't really. Nobody's going to pick him up. Okay, DSTs. The Bears, the Pats, the Giants, the Titans. We like the Steelers better than all of them if they're available. But the Bears, Pats, Giants, Titans. Heath, Dave, do you want to give any any more DSTs? Um, I also like the Lions better than all of them. Right, right. Forget about it. They're available in a couple of leagues. I don't have ownership right here. I put the Jets in also. uh, Yeah, yeah, the Jets should be in there. Ahead of the Giants, um, 10%. Mm -hmm. And how about the Niners? Any interest? No. No. How about the Packers at the Bears? Any interest? No. No. Uh, They're behind everybody we've talked about. Okay. There you go, everybody. Have a great day. That's it. I'm wrapping it up. We'll try wow, to read that's, that's some emails. No go, give me a kicker. Guy Forbath. Go get him. Guy Forbath. Go, go get him. That's what Chris I was Boswell, my go, favorite. Go get him. Go get him.
Go get all yeah. of them. For Dave, for Jamie, for Heath, I'm Adam. This has been The Waiver Wire. Back tomorrow with some trade talk and a lot more. Oh, some schedule analysis on fantasy football today. See ya. Bye. It's all-